Yo, ain't this season two? Craig and Leo, let's move the culture forward. Tap, tap, tap in with us, man. Yo, 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 yo. It's your boy DH, man, checking in with Culture Forward Podcast, man. Hey, what's shaking, man? It's hard looking shot it, man. You ain't tapped in, tap in right now. You already know the deal. Let rock. Tap, 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 tap in with us, man. Culture Forward, impacting lives, you feel me? Yo, what's up? It's your boy King the MC. Go ahead and crank it up a notch for me. If you ain't rocking with Culture Forward, you're moving back. If it ain't easy, but somebody got to do it. That's why your daddy clean. But don't worry, his flaws are our expertise. Y'all already know what it is. Big foes. I don't know what I was thinking, but I'm going to let Craig off the leash. Hey, the people want to know, man. Come on, Craig. Come on, Craig. It's your co-host, C. Bailey. Hey, this Ego Live. This the Culture Forward. What's up, Leo? Yo, what's going on? I'm Leo. This is the Culture Forward Podcast. I got my co-pilot with me. Yeah, man. A.K.A. Craig C. Bailey's Way. Man, listen. Uh, I don't even know where to start. Hold on, wait. First, first, first. Shout out to my audio engineer, Ego Live. He in the building. In undisclosed location in Nashville. Shout out to our producer, Bunny Tree. Make sure you tap in Bunny Tree. We playing the game yeah, right now. Heat. In the living room. <laughs> playing the game. So, uh, man, man, so... Hey, this is all I'm going to say. This is, we going to, what we do here is we push Nashville culture. That's what we do. So with that being said, there is no way that you can mention Nashville culture or Nashville music and not mention TSU band and the contribution that has yeah, and the influence that that has. And with that being said, specifically, if you've never been to a TSU homecoming weekend, then you, I don't think you've had a true Nashville experience. I think that's very fair to I'm say. glad you brought up homecoming too. I think that's very fair that. to say. So with that being said, you know, we, we here with, with some, of the, some of the, you know, the biggest, the brightest of the musicians, you know, in the city. And not only hey. that, we got, you know, Prop Jenkins. So, you know. What it do? And we got another special guest in the room, too, man. Big Vail, man. Right, we got Big Vail in the house. Big Vail, man. We appreciate y'all coming, man. First and foremost, you know, taking the time out to come sit down with us. Me and my dog, Craig, you know, we, we, we usually sit down and do this, you know, every few weeks. And, this this one we really took our time to prepare for, and um, I can honestly say I know Craig. Is, man, listen, man, I'm, I'm locked and loaded, man. <laughs> As always, the people want to know. Right. The people want to know, people. man. Yeah, we got we got some cool stuff coming up, but man, you know, I guess we'll start with Craig. What you been up to? Man, you know, uh, just just working, man, doing this music stuff. Uh, just did a, an awesome gig Thursday at the Link with the, you know, yes, Ford sir. Entertainment. Yes, sir. Leah was in attendance. Yes, sir. Uh, Craig William France was there. Yes, sir. As a matter of fact, I got some photos. I got to show you. Yeah, man. I, been, I, I hit you about that, too. I'm talking about the photographer. Just oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I need, yeah, yeah. yeah. He said he was going to send it to me. But yes, yeah. sir. But yeah, but yeah. So that was, that's what we've been up to. What about you? Man, working the usual. But, uh, you know, man, what y'all feel is what y'all been up to, man? What y'all have been working on lately? Sheesh. We actually been pretty busy on, on this front, you know, um, Doing a lot of performing with uh, brass, brass band, Brassville. Brassville yeah. So we'll get to that. Yeah, it's it's, it's been rolling. It's been a busy summer. We'll More stuff coming up. So yeah. Okay. All right. E man, what you been up to? What you been on? Hey. Kaya, see you in a minute. Hey, oh yeah, oh you guys, I'm positive. I didn't make it. We've been low. Yeah, E been low though. Everybody been low. Get your little, get your little, little traveling. Got your little thing. No, he was traveling. I was traveling. Now nah, he wasn't traveling. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think he got a little thing. He got a little. He got a modeling. You know how that goes. He got to get you into the modeling gigs. He got a little joint, man. He got a little thing. Right. You gotta get a hold of Craig. Hey man, 
I'm, I'm easy to find. Kind of like like the new owner style vibe. It I was. was like, eh. It was. Or I might have been already busy. I think it was both. So it may have been both. I think it was a little of both. both. But exactly, we wanted the new owner style brass man. Yeah. And that's how that came about. Man, listen. And now looking back on that, man, bro. I don't. You about I, I, I wasn't there. I, I missed it. But I saw man. the videos and stuff. It was lit. I, I, I ain't gonna lie, man. Miss like that, I do miss. I yeah. don't necessarily miss a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. But stuff like that, yeah. I miss that, man. I miss live music. Like that night, man, we kicked it there that night. I heard we kicked it, man. But yeah, man, y'all put on a hell of a show that night, you know what I mean? Appreciate it. And, and now, you feel me? I didn't even know, like, that messed my mind up. Because I just, like, yesterday or today figured put all this together. I didn't we just talk about it when we walked in, yeah. Right, and I told Craig, I said, talk about man, that. Why you walk you in there? And that's what we got to talk about. I was like, damn, right, bro, right, that's right. crazy how it all come full circle. But yeah. I didn't yeah, at the time, you know, then. Man, God be working, crazy. man. We were talking about. I know one thing about me. Like I, if I don't disrespect the music, so I, if it ain't something I don't normally do, yeah, 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 I can yeah. probably wing it. But nah, it's like you, you need to holler at so and so. And so I think when they like, when they hit me up about it, I was like, I think I refer them to uh, Frederick Weathersby. I know he does horns and stuff. So I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Frederick so tapped in with horns. Like if if, if if he don't know who it is, like, know it then. It. Yeah, yeah, if you don't if you don't know him then. I don't, and I know Fred be like, it's so and so, I trust Fred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and vice versa, Fred be like, you know, he be like, hey, what you think about so and so? If I know, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But if it ain't, I'd be like, uh, you can probably go with so and so. So, but it'd be like the same thing with jazz, but we, we get about that too. For sure. We'll right. well, I guess, man, we we'll just start, you know, tell me a little about your childhood, your upbringing, your early influences, you know what I'm saying? Early inspirations. For sure. Yeah, man, so childhood, I'm originally from Portsmouth, Virginia. Okay. okay. Um, grew up on the coast, like, um, when I say coast, like every city pretty much around us is, you know, it's, uh, you got to cross some water uh, to get there. Um, so, grew up there and um, I started in music real early, like in elementary school, you know, I started in the chorus and just really enjoyed being in that environment. But middle school jumped in the band and, you know, that took off completely. 
Yeah. Um, so what was the first instrument you started playing? Started playing trumpet. Okay. All right. Um, All right. right out the gate, never okay. stopped. So I jumped into that high school band. Uh, man, I was super locked in, like you know, bandhead to the core. I was probably more of a bandhead then, like than I am now. It was crazy. Um, to the point where my first semester of high school, my grades was in the gutter because <laughs> I always knew it was bad. I was, that was just my mindset. But um, no, nah, outside of that, uh, my band director was a real big influence there, uh, Thomas Thurgood, shout out to him. Uh-huh. Uh, ended up coming out to TSU, and um, I saw TSU for the first time actually at a Honda Battle of the Bands. This was like 03 Honda, I think. Okay. And um, 03 or 04, one of those. And um, I didn't know too much about TSU yet, because like I said, this is like, you know, early, uh, band media this? pages. This is like early 2000s. Okay. So, uh, you know, you have you have just little band clips and all, but uh, yeah. you don't have YouTube, none of that. I'm trying, I'm trying to think of this time, like, what's all that thing? Oh, yeah. yeah none. Okay. So, uh, tell your age, uh, hey, man. Tell hey, your age, hey, man. Hey, look, it's 34 and proud. Like, um, so, yeah, um, saw the band and, you know, pretty much fell in love right there. Yeah. And came out here and auditioned. Everything just went smooth. It felt like home. And TSU immediately became home. And um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's been a that was a childhood to that point. Beautiful ride. So how did you hear about TSU? What made you come? Uh, what, what TSU? Like what made you choose TSU? Actually, I first heard about TSU from my cousin. So I found out. Didn't know until they told me. But I had um, mm-hmm. like three cousins who was in the band here. Okay. Um, one started in like 79, something like that. The others were in the 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, I found out that I had some sort of lineage already uh, in the band here. And my cousin Calvin in particular is the one who really just put me on. Calvin still lives here now in Nashville. Um, Calvin who? Uh, Wilson. Okay. Yep, Calvin Wilson. He's still here. Okay. So, um, yeah, he put me on. And then from there, you know, there's certain things about TSU's band that is me, I really uh, cling to, you know, the musicianship that the man had, the way that the band wasn't necessarily the same, like, it's, there, there's a lot of bands, and this is no not, yeah. but, you know, some bands have, are very similar to others, and then there's a select few that are, you know, really just staples, yeah. and TSU is one of those staples, yeah. um, you know, from inception to today where you yeah. you always know TSU. And that doesn't mean you don't progress and evolve. Mm-hmm. If you don't do that, you stuck, you lost. Yeah, it's sure. a band that fall in that category too. Yeah. But um, it's something about uh, the select few that, uh, that TSU is a part of that are just really themselves. And, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, well, I was going to ask you, I guess, too, um, during, like, I guess, talk about like what that was like, I guess, coming into the band at TSU. I remember when I, so, cause my background, like I said, like, I grew up in Knoxville. Yeah. And so I had an aunt that lives here. And so we would come up every now and then. She's actually a professor at TSU. Oh, dope. Uh, she teaches uh, physical therapy over there. She still still, still over there now. And so nice. like, she didn't do nothing but like, just go to work and go like, go to home. And like, go to church, that's pretty much it. Yeah. And so I didn't know Nashville was such a music town. When I left, when I graduated high school, I went to Wally College in, uh, in Texas mm-hmm. for like a couple years. And then I transferred up here to TSU. And just even being two hours away just from Knoxville, I didn't even know Nashville was a music town. And I didn't even know, like, the Rich Cat Band was, like, such a, like, prominent, like, band. Like, such a, like, a thing. Yes. Then I got here, and I, I was, 
introduce the people. I was going to name drop. So introduce the people like uh, like Barry Salazar. Yeah, yeah, Stephen yeah. Marshall. Yeah. Uh, Walter yeah. Blair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all of them. Uh, trying to get, uh, Adrian his last name. He was bald. I'm trying to think what he played. He was, he was in there too. Baritone. Okay, so you know. Okay. Yeah. Trying to think who else I know. Well, a whole bunch of guys. And so I, I got with them, and like they were just talking about like you know like their band stories, and I didn't know like how like you know like like you know the band they had like their different like fraternities and different groups and stuff. And you had to pledge and all that stuff to get in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because what it reminded me of, it reminded me of Drumline. And like I said, coming from Knoxville, it's funny you said that because it's like the high school I went to. I was in the band my freshman year, mm-hmm. and it was straight like core star like style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it was just like when Drumline came out. We were all blown away. We were like, "Yo, wait! Like people do this in band? Like this is a, yes. this is a thing?" We went, and so of course, you know, but they were so I'm gonna say it. They were so like white and just so like <laughs> even like bobbing your head was like, "No, you." Because everybody, everybody's not bobbing their head. So mm-hmm. if you bobbing your head, like it's gonna look off. That's so why I used to always get in trouble because I was like, you know, it's like I, I, I love music, so I like I'd be playing and be playing, you know, music, right. and they'd be watching the tape. Be like, Craig, you bobbing your head again, man. No one on the drum line is bobbing their head. Like you, the only one out there, like moving, and it's like they don't look right. Not bobbing your head. Yeah, but of course, like they're, they're all white, so it's just like you know, and the band director was white, and so it was crazy, like you know, the, the difference. Like I said, when I went to Texas and talking to them, like coming right there, like close to like of course, like Louisiana, you know, Dallas and all that stuff. And they were like, bro, like we've been doing that for years, like. Drumline came out, that's something we weren't used to. Yeah. So, my thing is for you, I guess, when you, my question for you is, when you first got the TSU and got in the band, mm-hmm. what was that experience like? Were you nervous coming into it? Did you have like audition and stuff? Like, what was that process like? Hell yeah, it was, it was nervous. Um, you know, you in like a new city, for one, like I'm 12 hours away from home. See, when I was in Texas, I was like 10. So yeah. You know, you know it's, it's, it's so far, even with having family. Um, here, I mean, you can attest to, to this too, but like it's just. Where you from? Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Look, it's okay. okay. I heard the main. I should have known. Oh yeah, like, that main. Yeah, yeah. I known. <laughs> it's 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 one of them things where you know you coming in and shoot. I can remember uh, like meeting our section leaders and everybody's stone face. Ooh, they play the role, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's playing the role. Yeah. And you know you look around like. Right now, you know, what's, what's the mindset in the room, right? What's the yeah. vibe in the room? Uh, but you kind of know too, because I went to a, a black high school, very historic uh, black high school um, in Virginia, it's called IC Norfolk. So, um, ah, I had it on here. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I was gonna ask you where it was. Yep, okay. that's in Portsmouth, Virginia. All right. Um, Answer so, my questions for me, but I ain't got Oh, hey, you know, it's flowing. <laughs> it's flowing. I mean, you did a good job already. You know right. what I'm saying? Uh, no, it, it, so I already had an idea. Um, of what it was kind of like because of that experience. So our, our mm-hmm. high school felt like a small version of the HBCU. Yes. It was a blackity black, portion of a black city. Yeah. But it was a blackity blackity black, historically black high school, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. uh, it didn't feel too different in that it was just like going to the next level. You know, your days get longer when you um, mm-hmm. are in the college band. You're starting at you know, 5.45 a.m. and you end Ooh. whenever uh, you know, the band right to say it's time to go <laughs> I home. I got a taste of it in high school, but it wasn't nothing like that early. It was like from like 10 to like 2. Oh, yeah. And that, yeah. These them four days, like, Jeez. you know, it's, it's, it's not a game. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it, it, it was nerve-wracking, but you, you just get in the system because it has to be intense in, in, in that way so you can be ready for, you know, the rigorous schedule. But that schedule, no joke. I think about this year coming up. We got... 
just just to start. This uh, is even like post COVID. Like, I know y'all not like oh, yeah. fully fully post. Oh y'all fully out. Like, oh, like, this is this is this is um, post COVID. You know, that's saying that's saying that everything is going back. At least as far as schedule wise, it's going back to normal. Football gotcha. schedule is back in the fall. You know that type of thing. Gotcha. Okay. We got to prepare that hard because you have to get ready for something. This I'm gonna give you an example of the schedule. The end of August to be in Houston for a battle of the bands. Then to turn around the next week, go to Ohio for a game and a battle with uh, uh, Grambling in this case. Ooh. Right. Then turn around next week, Southern Heritage Classic, and you got oh, Eddie, yeah. you got Eddie George yeah. and uh, and uh, Dion this year. So it's about to be crazy. That's pizza on my man's basketball game. Yeah, yeah, you know they're gonna be there. It's gonna be live. Yes. But then Tennessee Titans um, football game. We got Atlanta Falcons. Uh, we did a Falcons game before COVID. We're gonna be back. So Falcons game to do. Uh, Honda Rose Bowl. So it's like every week. Yeah. You got a week to stay home or do a home game, then you going again. So it's just like rolling. But that's fun for you guys. Y'all get to travel and stuff and all that. So. I know y'all be kicking on them trips. I already know. It's fun, man. You know what? You kick it when you're in school. That's when we kicked it, kicked it on the trips. Okay. You know, had a ball. A ball. Now, the end of them days. You may say, all right, you know, we're going to go out. Uh, or if my wife on a trip, hey, you know, hey, babe, let's go and, you know, slide and go here, do something while we in this city. But... To be honest, uh, you moving, you know, 250, 275 people at the end of, end of the day. And, you know, it's what, five band directors and we, you know, got all these folks. By the times we sit down, it's a wrap. It's, it's a wrap. Dang. Okay. Yeah. Dang. Okay. Well, I actually want to, uh, what was yours like with, with that? To my career? Yeah. So, it's kind of funny that you said that because uh, you said Salazar. That's my, uh, my line brother for finding off. A word? Yeah. So I was you yeah, you find me off too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. so that's my line brother. But uh, coming in at Stoneface, he was, I was scared of Salazar. That's my dog. Yeah. He's so tall and he can, he, can, he can have that look and he'll give you that look and it's like he can have that face. I can see it. All right, no, yeah. I was, uh, he, can be, he can be intimidating. Yeah, shout yeah. out to Marshall. Yeah, yeah. Right. shout out to all of them. I remember when they came in. Yeah. yeah. But he ca- I came in and he looked at me. He was like, what you want? I'm like, oh, that sounds like that. I'm like, that deep voice. <laughs> That's all I'm trying to do. Uh, but I came from uh, Memphis. Uh, I went to Whitehaven High School down there. Okay. In Memphis, Tennessee. What's like the culture down there, like a marching band? Uh, it's a marching band city. Gotcha. Like, okay. it, it is a marching band city. I came up in the era of 2004 to like yeah. 2006. It, okay. Well, 2010, 2004 to 2010 in the marching band. And so, um, it's very, it's a big popular thing down there. Like, you go, some people like will say that they go to school for marching band mm-hmm. down there. And so I had to get out of that mindset. I need to do my work because I don't want to go back anyway. Yeah, but <laughs> but uh, no, nah, it's a it's a big city down there. Uh, especially at Whitehaven High School, like they got uh, academics. They got thirty plus club on the ACT. Like they got the whole club. The band we uh, won three national ch- uh, marching band championships. Down there, uh, shout out to my band director Andre Newsom and Mario Warren. Like they, uh, oh yeah, they uh, definitely molded us into like to be those great musicians. Yeah, and things of that nature. Like, coming, but coming here, like some media section leader, just looking at them, they look at you like we don't really want you here, no way. Mm-hmm. But uh, 
we gonna accept you. I mean, we gonna take you because we can use you. Type thing. It was uh, <laughs> tough love, man. <laughs> it was tough. It was, it was it was it was tough for sure. But y'all pretty, I'm pretty sure like y'all appreciate like after the fact. Oh yeah, like, you get yeah. it because it's like you know you have to yeah, it makes you take it seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Dang, that's crazy. Okay, so so I guess uh, so I know you studied music to issue mm-hmm. when you was here, mm-hmm. and uh, you left and I guess you went to Howard and I saw you studied music education. Yep. So yep. I guess so. I guess what what was it? I guess the difference because I'm I'm kind of, kind of green as far as like with the music education part. Yeah. So um, really, it's almost the same. I mean, in my case, uh, my degree was still catered towards education. Yeah. Um, while I was here. Yeah. But it was just one of those things where I could get out quick, and so I got out. Um, and with my music degree, and that's that's really as simple as as I can put it, you know, yeah. as far as time goes. Yeah. Uh, and went on to continue in music ed to make sure uh, that I had all the credentials I needed. So like, it was how it like I guess you getting your masters, but it's kind of like a yeah. situation of it was getting my masters. Gotcha. So okay. I went there as a graduate assistant. Um, Why Howard? How'd you get up Howard? Crazy story. This is actually. So um, I was planning to go to grad school anyway at that time. I had been teaching for a couple of years. I taught in DC already, so I had a link with um, Mr. Newsom and uh, Mr. Wash at Howard. Uh, shout out to them too. Yeah. Big, I mean, big influences on me. I love that. Um, but I used to go and like walk over. You know, we were talking earlier about how you can walk everywhere in DC. I used to walk over from one of the schools that I taught at because it was like right, pretty much right there on campus. Yeah. So um, I would go over there on my lunch break and just, you know, try to pick up some game. That's that's what it is. It's, it's always trying to learn. Um, but I'm, I'm very much a people person. And, you know, it's not just like I'm going to go to you and say, hey, teach me. I'm, yeah. I want to know you too. So, you know, it, it just became a thing where I uh, really got to know them. Learned a lot from them, but also became friends with, with them too. You know? Yeah. And um, anyway, left, came back to Nashville, uh, started teaching here. Uh, my lady was here at the time, wife now, but lady was here, so you know we were, we came on back and um, started teaching Nashville. You know, far away from my friends and you know my mindset at the time. Yeah. Far away from everything, so and what I had already built. So I'm gonna come back. And um, I was sitting in church one day playing. And um, with some more TSU alums, and um, my guy Stride, he leaned over. Matter of fact, I, I left out one point. He had took his son up to audition at Howard, and so uh, his son auditioned at Howard like that week before. It's my spring break. That's how you know this is like all oh, meant to be. My spring break, right? Coming up this week, and he's like, "Yeah, um, you know, took he out the uh, the audition, and after the audition, they said, oh, from Nashville, you know, Larry Jenkins.'" And he's like, yeah, you know, I played right beside him in, in church. Like, yeah. Uh, wow, small world. Man. Yeah. They're like, man, tell him we got a graduate assistantship. We've been looking for him, but we didn't know where he was because I left. And they didn't know I was gone, like, to uh, wow. Nashville. So within the, that next week, uh, he was like, he said, call him tomorrow. I called him on, uh, on Monday. Yeah. They put me in touch with Mr. Irby. Who's um, my trumpet teacher? He teaches jazz band. Shout out, Mr. Irby. Mr. Irby's amazing. He played trumpet for every president since like Nixon, etc. But uh, 
I mean, amazing. But uh, yeah, talked to Mr. Irby the next day. He said, send me your application to the house. So did that, had that going back, sent that out. Uh, Wednesday, got my ticket on the Megabus. Hey, uh, the Megabus. Mega bus. <laughs> the Megabus used to be popping back it in the day, was, man. Man, it was popping. The trip was smooth, too. Yeah, I love the Megabus. Yeah. It was supposed to pop I did the on Greyhound the bus, once. I was like, well, let me try the Greyhound. So I did the Megabus. And I was like, never nah, again. Nah. I said, never again. It was supposed to turn on the Megabus. Major, was, major was, difference. Was, I used to go to the one all, all the time to Atlanta. It was a double decker. I was yeah. always at the top, and I thought it was presidential. But he could tell me nothing. Man. <laughs> oh, it's a wave. It's a wave. But look, after that, that Thursday, I was on the uh, on the bus, audition on Friday. Everything was done, and it all happened within five days. And I was off. Sometimes it's all about who you know, man. Yeah, and it's crazy the way that happened. Like. The way those dots connected and just put it right there is nuts, but it was meant to be. You yeah. Know? Right. Why he's here, Leo? Man, ask one more, man. I'm gonna put him in the hot seat. Yeah. I. Right, we're still this debate because technically you've been to both. Okay. TSU homecoming or Howard homecoming? Ooh, I've been asked this several times. Before. Mm. Uh, in the hot seat, man. This is it's not even that hard to answer. It's Ooh, just. Ooh, he said it's easy. Okay. It's, it's, it's easy because. It all depends. I know this, y'all can be like, oh, it depends. But it all depends on the vibe you're looking for. Um, okay. This is, this is kind of how I Bill just walked in. What's up, Bill? What's going on? What's up, Bill? TSU's homecoming uh, is almost more like family reunion. Uh, you know, uh, it's, 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 it's a different vibe. Howard's homecoming is more of the glamour. You know what I'm saying? Not to say that TSU doesn't have that yeah, side yeah, yeah. or that Howard's doesn't have the, the yeah. family side. But Howard's, the, the, the parties and the brunches and those things look a little bit different. So that's to where TSU's game and parade yeah. and all that. I used to date this different. girl and she said the same thing. She said like at Howard, like for them, like they, they, all, they get pretty much dressed up for it, like a lot of stuff. Like the yeah. parties and stuff. Like they get, they get down, down. Yeah. Like if you're going out, like you, it ain't like I hear, you know, you like, we could probably go something like this. We go out. It's like they like they get dressed dressed. Right, right. It's it's different different in that way. Like um, the parade, the parade at TSU is huge. You know what I mean? Yeah. The parade isn't as big there. Yeah. Because um, of the location, I guess. Because it's probably location. Um, it's just maybe maybe some cultural difference. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, sure. like, I think that's uh, most people's introduction to TSU. Yeah, it's a parade. Yeah, parade. Like, homecoming. Yeah. 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 That was mine. I was like, "Oh, this is lit!" And me, like, and I'm, I'm from here. You feel me? So yeah. I'm like having the truth. It's a big thing. Yeah. 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 Like as a kid, I remember going to TSU parades all the yeah. time as a kid. Like, mm-hmm. Being out there in that cold. You feel me? It's deep. Right. Now, now I'll, I'll do that off camera. I ain't gonna put phone. Last year, let me forget about that. All right.
we said did a live too, right? The the producer stuff and the singer rapper. Or we did, we... I mean, put it like this: This is how I feel. You're working with an unlimited budget. A lot of people seem to have verses and vocals left it, around. Fall, the yeah, scene. okay, so okay. Didn't get I just want to cut that, catch their ass. I just want to give them, you know, yeah. give me all the all the stuff. Somebody said Whitney Houston, and I was like, damn, that's a damn good one. I'm not gonna fight that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. We don't want to go first, man. And we've had a couple people say Nipsey. So yeah. I'm like, I can. Go. I like, so like, if, yeah, I want to make sure I give y'all that. So if y'all want to go then, y'all can go then. Ooh. Let me pass, pass. Let me go pass. Keep this pass. Want to go first, man? Yeah, I'll take it. Uh, me personally, I'm a chill. Musically, I'm chill. Okay. But like, so I would, I got to go with Ski Beats. Okay. Mm, we got to talk about that. Okay. Talk about okay. Was, I mean, I know that I felt that vibe, <laughs> but I, I would go with Ski Beats. Okay. Because uh, of what, you know, like the, the relationship that Brad's been uh, like have with him right now. Uh, my singer yep. would be Jill Scott. Ooh, okay. I like Neil Soul. Okay, I do too. I love it too. Uh, my rapper uh. would be Wale. Oh, well, you are, yeah, you my guy. You my guy. Yeah. <laughs> you my guy. So, a lot of people don't say Wale, too. He don't ever get his credit like he should. Wale so dope. Man, he should. So dope. I got to tell you about the first time. You know, I was, well, you're telling the story. I'll tell you about the first time I got introduced to Wale. Go, go ahead. I, you, oh, man. Missy. 
So shout out Lizzie. Um, so I'm going there. Then for rapper. Uh, the rapper, I'm going to. I initially was about to say Kendrick because he's just crucial, but I'm gonna go down south and go to my guy Big Rick. Mm. Ooh, that's good too. Mm. Crit, Damn, and ski, man. yeah. And Chris slide on the ski on the. Uh, yeah, I was thinking of the combination. That's a that's a fine combination. Ooh, damn, that is. So the first, so I, how I got introduced to Wale was years ago. I'm trying to remember what years it was. I don't even remember. Late crazy. I was late, super late. I think oh, I was still at TSU at the time, or maybe I just graduated. It was whenever um, Jay Z came to Vanderbilt. He did like their spring. I was there. Thing. I was there too. Yes. Wale opened up for. Yes, one. That sir. Was like twelve, maybe. What? Oh. Oh, that was probably like eight or nine. Yeah, I think eight or nine. I think I, th- I thought it was still TSU then. It was. Yeah. Because yeah. right right I remember graduating from TSU in 09. I think I was still there because my yep. brother. The funny thing was, he bought tickets. He bought three, and it was gonna be him, his lady, and somebody. It used to take me, and uh, he couldn't go, so he was just he just gave me tickets. And so I just get invited to my homeboys, mm-hmm. and so I went because, I mean, of course, I, I didn't even know about Wale. I didn't even know he was an opener. I yeah. knew about Jay Z, but the main reason I was going is because his drummer Tony Royster was playing drums with him. That's the whole reason I went. I was oh. like, oh, I'm in the building. I'm in the building. Yes, sir. And so I remember Wale opened up for him. And I remember, like, he had, like, the whole band. He had, like, a percussion section. And he did some go-go stuff. Yes, and I was sir. sitting there like, yo, he's kind of dope. Who is this? And then my homeboy was like, nigga, you don't know about Wale? I was like, no, who is this nigga? <laughs> Sounds like me. <laughs> I was like, no. That's I was like, too, I forever. figured he had to be somebody because he's opening up for Jay-Z. So I was like, he's got to be somebody because he's opening up for hoes. So he's got to be somebody. And I remember yeah. right after that, like, they cleared the stage. And I remember, like, they did, like, the whole countdown thing on the screen. And then that, you know that, uh, what's it, like, it's that, that THX, they have a movie that it's like that. Mm-hmm. And they did that, and I remember Jay-Z came up from the floor, and he did this, and he Ooh. said, Nashville, what's up? And the place went stupid. Yes, yeah, God, yeah, 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 Tony, yeah. oh, God, that man. God, yeah. Tony, yeah. Okay, sorry, I, I got off. But anyway. Yeah, that's cool. That kind of crazy. You got another question? Yeah, my favorite currency, but my favorite show. Yes, sir. Currency so consistent. And Larry June too. I listen to Larry June. Yeah, I have not listened to a lot of Larry June. Oh, I got I got some recommendations. I listen, okay, say less. Yeah, I put, put a few put, yeah. songs. I think I've heard like one or two. I've heard so you yeah, like three or four I like. Yeah. But I ain't listened to a lot of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But yeah, actually, I want to talk a little bit more about this Ski Beats collaboration. Like, you know what I'm saying? How yeah. did that come about? You know what I mean? And, you know, cause that's that's like that's so dope. You know what I mean? Especially like you know just people in the music community. I think. Or within the industry, kind of will understand how mm-hmm. big of a move that is. You know what I mean? For sure. So it started. Um, this is a whole another another story um, with my boy Jackson. So um, Jay Jackson uh, is from Detroit. Um, Hip hop artist, phenomenal lyricist, and um, we met actually through IG. So. He had a song called Congrats that Ski produced. Um, and I mean, Ski produced the whole project that we were on. We'll get to that at the end of the story. But um, so he had a song Congrats that Ski produced. And I heard it. I'm like, man, this is crazy. Like, fire. So um, it was around graduation time. Posted it on IG uh, and, you know, gave my congrats to our graduates. And I 
tagged him. And then Jack ended up hitting me and was like, yo, man, like, you know, I, I see what you do, like, with the band and everything. And, man, I just kind of always wanted, like, a band to play with my songs. And uh, I'm like, man, March Band is done, but we got this brass ensemble, uh, and that's the school brass ensemble that, that we have. And I'm like, well, that's good. Like, let's go. And um, so listening to all this music, and I picked one song called Forever in a Day, and that song is about um, his younger brother who passed. So uh, I remember being on IG Live, and he's tapped in, and just kind of like, you know, real emotional, you know what I'm saying? It's just a moment, and like, yo, this is, this is like, I gotta come out here, and, you know, here as a person. So, you know, time goes past, and same semester, when he comes out, we, we link, man, hit it off, like, that's one of my guys, like, I mean, that's, that's a close friend of mine now, you know, crazy how all that stuff ends up working, but, um, we just hit it off, man, like, he was filming some of his documentary, we're, uh, playing the song, Really, really good vibes. Like, mm-hmm. then he's like, Markovsky, um, and FaceTime. So, uh, I'm like, oh man, like, this is crazy for me because, yeah. again, this is my favorite producer. All right. Oh, yeah, uh, I lost my shit. So, oh, yeah, for sure. I was holding it together as best I could. Uh, <laughs> we played Lucini, so we, we, we yeah. had that joint right there on the spotlight. Teaching notes, teaching notes, teaching notes. And, you know, Lucini, one of the biggest hip hop records of all time. Yeah. And one of the most iconic hip hop beats of all time. So uh, we played that joint. C was up there. Ski real cool, you know. He's like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm, then uh, that's just, just, just his vibe. He was, you know, excited about it too. Fast forward now. Uh, so we end up. Um, and this was during the pandemic when when we first did the joint. I think on it with Jack. So um, fast forward, we've been cool all all through there. This is me and Jackson, and um, we end up doing um, like a live collab during the pandemic where Jack came out here um, and we were filming in a sense for like documentary and um, so we did his songs with the Music City Vintage um, shout out to Jay and Trey they're my folks down there on East Nashville uh, Jay Taylor too um, so we went to music, music City Vintage and we um, recorded there we went to the local distro shout out to Will and Rock went out there recorded and um, next thing you know Jack used that audio and the audio from also when we were on campus and did that thing that was a year ago at that time and we put all that on the album so now you know that now we got some album uh, credits we're in the notes with you know jack and ski and it's just like okay this thing is starting to move fast forward again um i sent them for one like the sheet music to the stuff and i didn't know how big that was to like artists or uh, producers like that was huge for for them to get that sheet music and i don't know i think that might have been the moment that just like turned the knob and ski was like um so yeah we like writing this and you know this how, how it is you know what i'm saying like in this form so um did he know how to read music i don't think he does i don't okay. think he, i don't think he's a he's, he's a musician you know brilliant mom i don't know if he reads music gotcha okay um so he was like, yo, I got an idea. And um, Jack connected us. We talked. And, I mean, this was like, everything just started to hit off. He was super cool. I, I think he probably knew I was excited, too, to be speaking with him at this point. But um, he was like, yeah, yeah, I got this idea. You know, I need you to do, uh, 
you know, some just some original loops or something like that, so we can put into this smack pack. And the smack pack is like a producer, uh, you know, uh, with a bunch producer pack with a bunch of stems that they can sounds, go and yeah, get sounds. Yeah. And so, uh, man, got the writing and collabing with the, my brothers in Brassville, and also did with TSU Win Ensemble. And next thing you know, we got original uh, material that's about to go all around the world, uh, you know, for producers everywhere. So, um, yeah, that's in the long run of how we link. The long story to, to get there. But, yeah, that's that's how we link. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, you got something? Or can I? Yeah, man, I, I just want to say this, first of okay. all. So, I already said Currency is one of my favorite artists. Yes. Uh, Pilot Talk 3 is one of my favorite albums. Ooh. So, if we could get to Pilot Talk 4 or something. <laughs> hey. You feel me? Hey. I, I don't know if y'all got something to do with this. If that, man, that would be just like, I'm talking about, man, we're going to just put that in the universe. I don't man, know can we put that out in the universe? I'm trying to be on Currency, man, Pilot bless Talk the people, 4. man. Pilot yeah. Talk the people want to know. They want they want man, that album, what? man. Spiller, can we, can we be on that? That'd be super lit. All right. That's good. I just want to throw that out there. All right. So I guess these, these are kind of for both of y'all, too. I, I want to get y'all's perspective on this. A couple things. Yeah. I, I know that when you walked in, I know you didn't expect to be at, in the hot seat. be asking a bunch of questions. But you here, brother. You here. <laughs> like this man. He had you come. Oh, and now you here, man. So I, I guess since we were talking about music, I want to, since you guys are musicians, I, I just want to get y'all's perspective and y'all's thoughts on it. Um two different areas the first one is what are y'all's thoughts about i guess music currently as musicians like what do y'all feel about just, just as a whole like where y'all feel like music is right now as a whole that's from the musician standpoint uh me personally i'm indifferent about a okay. lot of things uh i was talking to one of my brothers about that uh and he was just like you know the music is for the t- for the people of the time yeah like, for like the age group that it's for mm-hmm. and so like stuff that you stuff that you like uh, uh it's for your time like the time that you was yeah. peaking through college or what have you mm-hmm. and so i like some of the music of today i don't know uh, i don't personally like it like for me i got you yeah like because i like to play i mean yeah. i play trombone so i like to actually be able to play something um if we can somehow uh, collab it, like the best of both worlds, I would love that. Like, I think we do a good job of that, especially like with Brazil. Yeah. Like we take hip hop, put a twist on it, and make it ours. Like that's why I said Wale, uh, cause he even he was doing like some stuff from Running Laws, like with his friends and strangers and things of that, things of that nature. Uh, Jill Scott, like you can, oh, I yeah. just like harmonies, yeah, she, oh, yeah. things of that nature. Like that's that's how I feel. Like I feel like everybody doing stuff now, like just for like TikTok, yeah, that shit, like, on the hype, yeah, because like, yeah. it don't even be long. It be like a minute and thirty seconds of a song. You be like, damn, what the rest of the music is? Yeah, like uh, no shit, no distance. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I just want to, to, uh, yeah. to. I'm just even saying, like even that make it clap song, like yeah. no distance, Soldier Boy, or nothing like that. But, Pioneer, man. It's just like, yeah. Yeah. It's just, I feel like it could be more to that. I got you. What about you, Um, Kind of in the space where it's different, but not that different, for real, for real. 
Um, and this is what I mean by that. Like, I, I, I talked about, like, I think I mentioned evolving when we were talking about band. Music is going to, it always continues to, like, evolve and, like, reinvent itself. And I can give you an example. In, let's say, the 1800s, you know, what did popular music look like? Oh, let's not even go that far. Let's make it a little bit more relatable. What did popular music look like in, like, the 20s and the 1920s and 1930s, 40s? It looked completely different than it did in the 60s and 70s. Yeah. You know, there was, you, you have, like, soul music, but you have disco, and then you have uh, hip-hop and You know, it's just, we, we have so many different things and, and evolutions that um, I think it's just... It's just in a constant state of evolving and reinventing itself, and you taking what's from the previous or what's from this over here, and you pile yeah. it on and do something else. So I say all that to say uh, I think music is in a good place, uh, and I think that in essence it's always going to be in a good place. Uh, I don't think there's ever going to be a bad place in music because there's also you know the tools to listen to what the hell you want to listen to too. Thanks. So that you can, there is, there is no. You don't stopping listen you. to it. You don't have to. You do not have to. You don't have to worry about the, if if you don't want to listen to us on the radio. You can go onto your phone, <laughs> type in the genre you like, type in artist the artist like, that you like. Stay in that time frame. And stay in that time you period. are good. So you with that leave. being said, music is in a good place because it's it's, it's always constantly evolving, and we now have power. Uh, yep, to listen to whatever the hell you want. So you, you're good. Alright, let, let's take it a little bit deeper now. A little okay. deeper rabbit holes for both of y'all as well. What do y'all feel about the current state of music education? Hmm. Um, I guess I can start start there. Um, the current state of music education. Yeah, right now. Whew. So I'm, I'm removed for it, so I don't even know kind of what, what's going on right now. I know that I know I, you know you hear stories about them trying to take it out of schools and different yeah. stuff, and you know I just want to just get y'all's take on it and see. You know, that's a tough like part. That. Yeah, that, that's a tough part. The, the um, sometimes it's undervalued. Yeah, I think, and that's that's the biggest that, that's the most crushing part about about music education. Which is crazy because like there's so many people trying to make music. There's so many kids that are trying to be producers, rappers, mm-hmm. artists. So, so you would think like that would be something they would push. But, I, but this yeah. is y'all, so y'all, yeah, y'all, y'all speak on what y'all, yeah. Here, here's where some people would probably disagree with me because I don't think, um, I, I think a lot of times curriculum and I'm not talking about anybody in particular. No, I got you, yeah. But curriculum moves too slow. So, and then sometimes culturally, it's going to step on some heads too. Yeah, man. Sometimes, talk, man. sometimes culturally, we wait. For instance, yeah, um, let's, let's go back to jazz. When jazz is popular music, I'm going to bring up Benny Golson. Benny Golson um, is a, uh, matter of fact, when I graduated from Howard, my master's, Benny Golson received an honorary doctorate. Mm-hmm. He's a jazz legend. When he was in school, um, he was playing, you know, wanted to be play jazz, and at that time, you know, it's like don't you, you shouldn't be playing that here, you know, um, this that's that's not, you know, this, these aren't the classics, or this isn't what is in the curriculum. This isn't going to help you to do X, Y, and Z, um, you know, almost like this music of the street, 
which same thing the hip hop gets gets yeah. um, tagged as. You know, people are making millions, but um, so Benny Goldson left. I'm out. Like I'm, I'm gonna go, you know, pursue what I want to pursue. So that means you lost that jazz legend. You lost him because we weren't current. You know what I mean? We weren't, we, we, we didn't accept it. it. It wasn't, or it wasn't accepted in the circle that you thought it needed to be accepted in uh, yet. But then it gets accepted in that circle, and they start to teach it and do that. And then here we come running behind, even though we invented it. You know what I mean? So that is what I mean when I say like sometimes we, we play like catch up on, instead of being ahead of the curve and ahead of the trend. Mm. Uh, it's an interesting perspective. Like what is demographically what does hip hop look like? What does R&B look like? Look like everybody sitting in this room. You know what I mean? So now should be the time actually be late. Should have been the time already where you know, folks are studying, studying that. Go break it down, make it academic. You know, if if, if need be, do what you need to do because it's going to be done somewhere else. Miss um, uh, Prof McDaniel's from Ohio State teaches like a hip hop class, uh, uh, something along those lines. Um, I remember he was like his class. The day he puts it up, full. The day he puts it up is full. That's telling you all that you need to know. So. Anyway, I'm gonna stop the rant. Just know that I think we have to really, you know, be ahead of the curve more and be willing to step step forward across the board in music education. Um, so, uh, I guess for you, I guess saying that, what do you feel like that looks like? Us playing, like, what does that look like? Us playing, I guess, us being ahead of the curve. Ahead of the curve, um, embracing the embracing current trends. Um, sometimes music can be. I don't want to say snobby. That's a good word, though. Um, but it can it gets so traditional, in a sense, and as far as like um, what's important, that you beating every beating folks on the head over what's important, while somebody else with way less musical training um, is like, well, this sounds good, and I'm gonna do this, and then that person is taking off, while I'm saying, well, you got parallel fifths in your music. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. What, what's, what's, what's really important? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um... I mean, but that is important, but I feel you. Yeah, I feel yeah. You. So, um, that, what, what I mean is, you know, still being able to progress. And that's... Progression is... That, that's a big part of, like, my philosophy in education, period. Like, trying to be more progressive mm-hmm. and moving forward because time is moving forward. Yeah. And... This isn't a knock. I'm a musician like everybody, like uh, like like Bill. I mean, to the T. Uh, you know, study the classes, did all the same stuff that you have to do. Uh, you know, to be certified and get your degree and do those things. But you know, a lot of the music that we study is 200 years old and you know, 300 years old, which is cool, dope. But uh, it's 2021. Are you studying anything from? You know, 2010. We have we have we named that time period yet? You know what I mean? Have we have we caught that trend? What trend is going on right now? That current that people are are using to you know make careers. Currently excelling. That's that's in the current present time. For sure, for sure. That's and I want that's I want music education to be more um, accepting 
of that and more forward as a whole. Like I said, I'm not talking about anybody in particular, but not as yet. a whole, just more forward thinking because, um, you know, a lot of people love music. A lot of people do music. And, um, you know, a lot of musicians are in the back seat because I'm stuck right here. That's actually, like, I couldn't agree with no more because, uh, I didn't say this at the beginning, but I'm the assistant band director at Fisk University. So, speaking of which, the, I, first, the name right, that I yeah. did not drop, that I got to make sure, because he is my brother from day one, Thomas Fan. That's yeah, my guy. yeah, that's my guy. Yes, Me and Thomas, man, we like. He just had a birthday, man. Shout out to Thomas, man. Last week, hey, shout out to Thomas. We at the local distro, man, supporting Stephon and Fisher. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, but uh, I'm, I'm the assistant band director there, and I when I talk to my students and whatnot, it's it's all like, well, what's next, bro? You know, the next thing. As he said, we study and stuff in the Baroque, classical, romantic period. And while that is relevant to a certain extent, it's not the most important part of today's music. Yeah, they don't care about nothing about that. They just right. like, bro, I want to hear about this, this, yeah. It's, it's not the most important part. And the fact that music education uh, is still on that, we're stuck in the past. Yeah, in exactly. a sense. But to your point, and I don't want to stop you, but to your point, I feel like that's good because growing up, I knew when they asked me what I, what I wanted to study when I went to school, and I, I told Leon about this before, you know, I, all I knew that I wanted to play drums. And so how I got to school was, like, the Wiley was a lady at my church. She was an alumni. She was a music director play the keys. Um, and so she was just like, well, if you go, you know, you and this is, when I went, it's like 04. So she was like, that, that you know, so the point, she was like, you know, when you go, like, okay, well, if you want to study music, you know, like, that's like, you know, music theory, music history. And I was young. I didn't know no better. I was like, I and then as I got older and got into stuff and, and matured I realized how important that stuff was because yeah. yeah because I was in I was in band with people like Salazar Marshall and Walter and them and Frederick who could speak this language mm -hmm. and I'm just like it's like you speak in Arabic I'm like what, what y'all talking about yeah. <laughs> DM parallel fives all this stuff, I'm like, yo, what the, what, what? Like, no, like, what's, what's the beat, what's the rhythm? They're like, all right, we're gonna start this measure? Like, no, wait, okay, where are we starting at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We started the verse, the chorus? Like, no, we're gonna start this measure? And then we're gonna, and it's like, no. Like, I mean, of course, some of it I knew from band, but I really wasn't paying attention. Like, I just wanted to play drums. Yeah. And so, to your point of view, I think that's the thing, too. It's just like, I don't think, when you're young, I don't think sometimes you, you understand you don't get it. Well, I didn't. Sometimes you don't understand like how important that is. Yeah, because yeah, until you get out there, it's like you need like that foundation important because that kind of stuff puts you, like you said, like just sitting in the sheet music. That kind of stuff puts you way ahead. You know, but but go ahead. I'm sorry. My whole thing is need to find a balance. Yeah, for sure. The balance is off. Like we spend so much time, we spend so much time talking about those eras of music. Like you said, we still have we have not named anything that has been current. Like recent, like the whole point of the, like even when you go back since like, we know this, even going back to like the Renaissance era, there was a part of there was a, 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 a era of rebirth. Like yeah. we come in and do our own thing because we didn't like what was back then, and so we, we come in and do that. So I feel like music education needs another Renaissance. Era. Ooh, can I jump in on this? And then the thing to it, every time period is like some rules, bro. 
that, that's what I'm saying. Even when you talk, even when you talk in college, like I was, I was, I was going there. Mm-hmm. Like you start off freshman theory, and then by the time you get to theory three, forget everything you learned in theory one and two because we gonna break those rules. And so when you learning and getting those things that are broken now, why can't we do that? Why can't we break rules again? Mm-hmm. Why are these rules set in stone? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. They really not. That, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. They're not set in stone, but they are by the powers that be. Mm-hmm. That's gotcha. what I'm saying. They keep it. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's like those, uh, like like some of my students would be like, "Hey, prof, you know, can we do this?" And I and I push the envelope. I'm like, "Yeah, we. I think we can do this. Uh, it'll be a different look. That's what I'm saying. But we can get it done. At least you open to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, well, the thing is. is the thing is, I feel like I have to be a little open to it because at the end of the day, music is like Larry said, is gonna be ever evolving. Yeah. Like it's 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 not a it's some music that I do not like. I will tell you, like twelve tone music, I hate that shit. I hate that yeah. Like screw short. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but uh like I don't like that junk. Yeah. But somebody do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's something for everybody. Yeah, right? for sure. it, it, as accessible as the internet is right now, it's, uh, you have the power to listen to what you want to. But to the to the uh, fact of uh, education, like in public school, I'm a public school teacher as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, during the day, I teach at a middle school, uh, fifth through eighth grade. Okay. But music as well or something different? Music. Okay, gotcha. And so um, I got a degree in music, and I'm getting my master's in December. But it to the fact of like uh, they, a lot of people don't realize how important music is, and they try to it's I'm picking uh, back off Larry. It's underappreciated. Like you can have a music teacher pushing in and doing interventions on a reading class, on a math class, science class, all of the above. But where are those same teachers to come push into a music class? Because actually music is harder to teach than a lot of the core subjects. Because I've taught fifth grade math once opposed to what I did. <laughs> and I had, you know, I, I taught it. And I'm sitting there like, man, it's so hard for you to do that. But it's, it's harder to get everybody to clap on the same beat, to breathe at the same time. We know how to, we, we, we know how to do that because I mean we were taught how to do it, but actually teaching that and putting that like the help that I didn't realize the help that you need to do that to help teacher I mean to help students learn that those skills and so um, it, 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 that's hard. Yeah. Like like I I got my first year teaching I was at Grassland Middle School in Franklin Tennessee. And I went to Jolton Middle School. And that school didn't have any, like, any positive things going on musically or academically. When I got there, I was like, hmm, I don't like nothing slow attached to my name. Let me turn this around. And so uh, by the end of my tenure, I uh, took those students to festival. We got straight ones. And making sure that they understood, like, hey, this is some music that y'all can do. Like, you just got to put your mind to it and do it. You know, I had help though. Larry came up there and uh, worked with them, making sure that I, I knew what I was doing. You know what I'm saying? But if you don't have that help, and uh, even to a point right now, I'm going uh, to go off the rent. Especially in our urban uh, areas, like uh, 
help is like almost non-existent. Yeah. Like they can say, hey, I'm gonna assign somebody to come out, come out and help you. They they assign somebody to me. I never saw them. Never. But I'm at a black school with poor test scores and all of a sudden that was a lost cause. But those stu- those same students that were a lost cause just went up to a festival and got straight ones. So what are you telling me? That y'all, it, it's, it's, a, it's a disconnect. Yeah. And that needs to be connected. You hear about that, but you just, like I said, because I'm, I'm so removed from it, I don't, I don't ever know. So I know y'all are in it. That's why I was curious to see, like, you know, what that was looking like. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, I've said a lot of that. Man, listen, man. Nah, that's, that makes a lot of sense, though. And it, it is, you know? And, that, and, you know, and I think that's kind of, you know, you see that in a lot of different areas, you know, where things that are new and current just aren't always accepted, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, like you said, it's people that are being successful in doing this. Like, you know, perfect example, like, you're seeing people that make millions of dollars just off doing YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. TikTok, yeah. People act like mm-hmm. making YouTube videos is not a serious thing. It's but it's people that make millions of dollars doing this. Yeah, we, we even, I'm glad you said that. We have a phrase that we say to our students to and through college. I agree and disagree with them. Mm-hmm. One, everybody's not going to college. Two, you do you have some of those same students, some of those same kids that was in somebody's classroom are making those YouTube videos right now. You know what I'm saying? Who's to say that some of the students that I'm teaching right now are not going to be the next YouTuber and yeah. making those same millions of dollars? TikToker, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I can't, I can't, I cannot take that away from the, the creativity. First of all, I'm in the arts, and creativity is one of the main things yeah, that has sure. to be in there. Yeah. I have a, a, There's different ways to get there, for sure. Yeah, right. yeah. I have a student that who was in a band at, uh, in my middle school band, and his mom was like, you know, I'm going to uh, take this away from him because he, his grades dropped. Ah, Jenkins. And I was like, hmm. Why? Well, me too. Right. Do it Thank God. I was yeah. like, why? Because, you know, the academic side ain't for everybody. Yeah. He is a phenomenal trumpet player. He actually played trumpet. That's wow. He said he in the fifth grade, he played trumpet. And like, he, he had to stop coming to band practice because his grades were slipping. But what I'm saying was, he's a phenomenal trumpet player. Like, his trumpet can probably take him further than mm-hmm. what his academic side that he's trying to force yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? And so, I... I, I, some battles I don't fight. Yeah, yeah but yeah, it's like you gotta respect it. We gotta, we gotta, just... we gotta. I think some parents need to realize that hey, it's other ways to get be successful. Be, let's be realistic about it. Right. Let's, yeah. be, let's real. be realistic. Like not. Yeah. It's not like at the end of the day, this is how I feel. You know, you can't continue <clears> to teach like you said something that's 50, 60, 700 years old. That's not present. That's not current. Yeah. You're teaching what your yeah. parents taught you, and they teaching what their parents taught them. Well, yeah. at the end of the day, like you said, it's a major disconnect. Now. I was, was going to touch on that too because I was going to actually say the same thing. I think for me, for mine, because I, because my mom, my mom's side of the family is a musical family. Everybody just sings and plays an instrument. Mm-hmm. But I think for them, it was more so they. She made sure that I, I did the school thing, but I think it was it was more so at the time because. When they were doing music and stuff, it's like, you know, they had like a little band and stuff, but they would, you know, go at churches, but no one yeah. ever did it like where, I, where I'm doing it now. So for, for, 
for her, she didn't see that. Mm-hmm. So when I I knew all I wanted to do all my life was play drums. I didn't want to do nothing else. Yeah. I, I didn't give a fuck what it was. I was yeah, like, that's yeah, the crazy yeah. thing. You yeah. do all this stuff just to end up coming right yeah. back to what you wanted to do. But but I, but 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 the funny thing is, I'm glad I I did that and. I was a little rebellious. I didn't listen because I was just like, nah, like I'm good at it. And my parents always supported me. But mm-hmm. I think for their, because the disconnect was they didn't see it. They come from a generation where, you know, you go to school, you get a job, get a job, start a family, you retire, you die, you have kids. That's the end of it. Yep. Right. So it was just like you pursuing a thing in music. That wasn't a thing until she would come up here and see me do shows and see money exchange. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, oh, wait, this is like a real thing. Like, you, 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 <laughs> you, you pay, pay you to do this? Now? Yeah, like, oh, like what? I mean, of course, I made some money and stuff playing at church, but that wouldn't, you know, it's like, okay, yeah, like, we appreciate you. It's, right, it's right, 25, off. $50. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We appreciate you, but, you know, right. so to yeah, see that. Yeah. yeah. yeah and at the time, I had a band, so, like, they're paying me money, and I'm, I'm shelling out to the band members. I'm, and so she's like, oh, you. And then from there, it was just like, wait, wait, what, what you got a job for? Yeah, yeah, Love yeah. Your music. Yeah, and yeah. I get it because, like, she just didn't see it. I feel like also, to that point, like, even, like, just outside of music education, real getting a trade like they taking them things out of school yeah you see what I'm saying I feel like they're taking it out you know I, I feel like they should keep it in yeah because like I said like, yeah, yeah. It, it's not it's not ac- the academic side of the world ain't for everybody yeah. especially you get this this piece of paper I talked to uh, Daniel Marie oh yeah Daniel Marie is a real cool cat he told me man I got somebody who has a degree in audio engineering that don't know what they doing. Mm-hmm. However, I could pull JoJo or whomever that don't have that same degree, but I can get the job done. Yeah. You yep. see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, that degree don't really mean a lot, mean as much as people trying to make it. Sure. And then you go all these years getting this all this debt, and then you still don't have, you still end up, nothing wrong working at Walmart or McDonald's or anything yeah. like that. But you go all these years and work there and still trying to pay back these uh, tens of thousands and don't ever work in this, the field you got the degree don't, in. And yeah. you don't work in the field like my girlfriend she don't work in the field that she is a lot she, of she's a, she's a she got a chemistry degree <laughs> and she is she works at the corporate office of Costco uh, <laughs> I work at a hospital I got a criminal justice degree so there's that see I'm gonna be the monkey ranger I never went to college and look never. at you never yeah, yeah. And, and, and it just to me it just like this is the thing though I feel like there's two reasons why I didn't number one because I didn't have a lot of pressure to do it mm-hmm. and number two because I never really just I never even thought about it like I just didn't it wasn't even a thing for Co- me for real college for me just in general was a place first of all it was a place for me to get out of Memphis hey man you know what I'm saying? Like, it made me get out of Knoxville. My mom's like, you getting the hell out of this. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I, 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 I ain't have a choice. Like, I ain't going to go into this side, but just know. Oh, like, I didn't have it either. <laughs> she was like, you're not going to UT. You're not even going to UT Tech and Cookville, nigga. You, you, you get, out of here. Yeah. You, I, you can get out of Tennessee if I can, if I can <laughs> help you. I look, get the fuck out. We had, we had uh, that, that, like I said, so that wasn't an option. So, uh, coming up and, um, Getting to uh, to college was just a way for me to network. That's what I appreciate about it. Yeah, I, do, I, I appreciate the. I got friends to this day, like family. They're like, yeah. yeah. That's the one thing I feel like I missed. That's yeah. the one thing. But I, I feel like you like you got that with just the connections you made, just with different people. Yeah, but yeah, but I don't I don't think you can replicate that. 
No, no, I mean, yeah, I it's mean, tough, yeah, it's, it's tough. But I'm saying, like, day, for you not to go, you you still landed in a really, really good spot where you are now. I'm still fine. Yeah, I mean, listen, man, listen. Fine, man. Yeah, yeah. 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 When they pressure people to go to college, you didn't. And you can't necessarily determine what that looks like. Yeah. Your, your work ethic does not is not determined in college. Like you have you gotta have that work ethic prior to going to college. So, so if you if you're a person that's gonna get out and meet people, you gotta be and you got that calling on your life to go out, hey, what's up, how you doing type thing. You gonna have that. But and going to college will just let you give you more opportunities to do that. Yeah. I mean, because it's in a confined spot. Yeah. However, if you that same person and you didn't go to college or you don't have that mentality to go to college, hell, get the hell out the house and go, hey, what's up? How you doing? Type yeah, thing. Right. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Type thing. Like, right, like, I mean, that, that's sure. it, it just that's the only thing that I, I really appreciate that I went to college about was the networking yeah, and the too. experience of yeah. uh, traveling. Mm-hmm. As far as like the education stuff, hell, you can go Everything is on the internet now. Like you can yeah, teach, now, yeah. You can teach yourself in, how to do anything. And see, oh, when I thought about going back to go study music theory, Walter Blair told me that. He's like, bro, for what? Like, you can learn that shit on YouTube. Like, mm-hmm. why? Like, right. at this point, like, but, don't even spend the money. Like, you can learn everything you try to learn from music theory and all that in history, you can learn that on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Like, you, YouTube University, bro. Yeah, like, on. for real. And then, and then, but society tells us that you gotta have that, that piece paper. of paper yeah. to, to validate what you know. Yeah. And it doesn't validate it. It, 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 it don't validate it. And you get out, it's like you gotta have experience. It's like, well, I got the paper, now I gotta have experience Ooh, too. It's right. like, That's a real thing. Like, <laughs> the validation of that paper don't really mean nothing. And so that's why, it, 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 that's the disconnect. So that's why, like, if you go to college, cool and get that junk, but. It's on you to get it's it, on it you though. Even when, when it's when in college, it's on you to get the knowledge. I feel like That, that's that, that, that's what I'm saying. That right there. That's it. And you can go to college and don't have it, and you're going to fall by the wayside. You know what I'm saying? Like I just told you, like the dude has a degree in audio engineer that don't know shit about what he's doing. He don't even know how to fucking plug the, the female into the male part on the XLR. And then you talking about some... I, well, I got the degree, though. And imagine how much student debt he got in for You know what I'm saying? Just to come out and not even know that. Yeah, you cheat yourself. You let them cheat you yeah. and cheat yourself. Yeah, love. Yeah. What you got? Uh, I, I got a few more for we okay. wrap this thing. Okay. Yeah, I'm with it. I, I, I want to ask. So, I just, I got a couple questions. I don't want just one. So, number one, I wish I was, if you had to pick one, what would be your favorite genre of music? Ooh, pick one. Hey. Easily one. be also. Okay, I remember, yeah, he said that, yeah. That's your thing. God, that's, it's, it's hard for me. You know what? I'm not going to think too hard. It's us a 1A and 1B, though. It's like hip-hop and jazz are like 1A and 1B. I respect that. Okay, yeah. Okay, the next part of that is, what
fold question for me though. Like, I would want to work with anybody. I want to work with Maze or okay. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Ooh. Like this, this, this famous with the horns. Oh yeah, like, this oh. famous part. But on the flip side, like my family, I would, I would want to work with them. Like, I want to collab with my brothers mm. and things of that nature. Like to bring, cause my brother rap. And he does his things. Uh, he does his thing up there in Baltimore, and things of that nature. But if we could uh, collab and mesh hip hop and Earth, Wind, and Fire type thing, and make just another super genre, mm-hmm. I would love. It. Mm. Piggyback question to that: Who, who were some of y'all's biggest musical influences coming up? Mm. Fred Wesley, JJ. Uh, Bill Walters, uh, uh, these are trombones, yeah. so these like funk type uh, trombones. Uh, on the classical side, Christian Lindbergh, I actually had the opportunity to meet Christian Lindbergh mm-hmm. like, uh, through the International Trombone Association, mm-hmm. and so I was like, you know, I was on the Zoom call with this man, I'm like, I'm really on this job with this man, yeah, 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 yeah. just me. Keep you cool? Yeah, man, he, okay. he real cool. I did, you, did you keep you cool? I did, I turned my okay, camera okay. off. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how you do it. You and it's literally like, yeah, like, <laughs> let's go. Like, for real, like, being able to, you know, do that. Uh, my, my trombone teacher, Oscar Utterstrom, he was, uh, he's a very prominent person, like, trombone-wise in Nashville. Mm-hmm. And so, like, he, he introduced me to all these different people, so they have a, a major influence on why I play and how I play what I do. Okay. Not to, and not to mention my band directors and yeah. stuff, but, you know, like, listening wise. Yeah. What do you think? Um, definitely all my band directors, too. Um, you know, got a, all, all of them, so they played a big role. Quincy Jones, um, I listened to a lot of a lot of his stuff. Uh, one of them brothers, Johnson, uh, I'm thinking about riding the car with my pops, and, yeah. like, he has a really good musical taste, so. Uh, a lot of that stuff. Uh, I love Dizzy Gillespie. You got come on them. That's that's a big big influence. Um, there's some folks that I can't miss. I'm, I can't miss on this one. Um, I see. I think I hit hit those big ones right there. Then hip hop, uh, like for real. And um, to be honest, like your Kanye's, all uh, mm-hmm. they. A lot of the music plays, I think, more of a role. Um, that you listen to, then you even know. Like, it, it really does. It kind of like funnels in and funnels through what you do, too. Um, but when Marcellus, okay, uh, yeah, that's 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 somebody I, I can't not mention. Um, Christian Scott. Christian Scott for sure. Okay. I love Christian Scott. Um, but when I had a chance to meet him too, like, that was a I met him twice, and the second time I actually got to sit and. Um, you know, sit, talk, have drinks, and this is with um, oh, one of the guys that we're in Brassville with, uh, Jay Neal. And Jay Neal knows him uh, even more personally. I mean, he, he like knows him. So, um, yeah, he dropped a whole lot of game, man. That's somebody I really, really look up to. And currently, I'm looking up to and, um, you know, getting to know uh, Damon Gupton. And um, just kind of watching what the way he maneuvers. You ever watched Black Lightning before? Yes. Police Chief? Yes. That's Damon Gutman. Oh, so I didn't know that. Okay. He's a I didn't even know Black Lightning dude uh 
Not, not, not him. I'm thinking. I'm sorry. I'm thinking the guy from the Flash. The uh, Dab. Ours is Dab from the Flash because he's a musician. He's a singer, vocalist, really vocalist. I didn't know that part. Yeah. Amazing vocals. Like he's like yeah. A lot of these people like they be so low key. You don't even low know. Key. Yeah. Low key. And I really that, appreciate that captain. That. That police, he don't even look like a trumpet player. Yeah, well, he's a conductor. A conductor. Also, he doesn't yeah. look like it. Like he does music. It's just Man. like he doesn't like it. Some people, you know, they, they look, look like a musician. You can look like okay, you like a musician, but he don't even look like it. Nope. And I mean, cool as a fan, you know, kind of be like you know, real chill, talk like That's you know, what show, I'm saying? Yeah. real, real cool. But we'll get up and conduct. You know what I mean? Like the Atlanta Symphony or yeah, yeah, Cincinnati yeah. Pops. You know what I mean? Yeah, that yeah. type thing. So. That a lot of what what um, he's doing and people like Derek Hodge when they kind of jump yeah. from lane to lane within the creative arts. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm patterning patterning myself in now, gotcha. um, especially these past few years moving forward. And I'm getting a lot, a lot, a lot of inspiration and like gain from people like that because that's the the type of lane I'm trying to be in. Gotcha. Uh, you want to do Joyride? And I'm going to ask one last question to wrap it up. Which Joyride? You can do your version. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right. So this is for both of y'all. All right. So, y'all, okay. One of y'all's. Okay. Y'all, one of y'all's in the driver's seat, one of y'all's in the passenger seat. Me and Leo, we in the back seat, right? Mm hmm. So, we'll say from. We're going from here to, to Clarksville. Then we got to come back. All right. All right. So, on our way to Clarksville. Jenkins, you got the ox. On the way back, well, you got the ox. Oh. What are we listening to? Oh, man. What's on, what's, what y'all playing is? So, uh, for me, I'm, I'm definitely, since we cruising, we cruising, I'm going on some spitter. Mm. Um, so, okay, we'll say, we'll say, it's, we'll say about this, it's about this time. It's going this, already. This, this weather. Oh, yeah. Okay, so just to set the mood. So, okay, go ahead. Oh, spitter, I, I'm probably real predictable. Spitter. I'm here some Larry June. Um, I might might drop some some old hoes like reasonable doubt hoes. Ooh, you go back to the beginning, okay? Like, but we if, if it's like this, then I'm I'm cruising. Like you know we 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 we, we cruising it. That's, okay. that's that's my vibe. All right, well, so on the way back, you get the ox. What we listening to? So I'm gonna put on some internet. Ooh, okay. Some high mind. Okay. Special affair type thing. Mm -hmm. I just like the, the vibe of that joint. I ain't gonna put no on uh, just kind of. I'm gonna probably play that by myself. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you open the gas in the car. I'm like, hey, man, listen, man, listen. So, I'm counting too many sausages in the car, guys. Listen, well, nah, man, uh, I fuck with you, but hey, man, yeah, nah, some more uh, meat. Nah, I'm gonna actually, I'm gonna go back and say, so internet, if if, yeah, if yeah, they yeah, play yeah. out, uh, I'm gonna go back to Wale. More about nothing. Mm. Okay. So I'm gonna drive. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna cruise to that joint. Okay. Right. Throw some Marvin. In there. I, now I bang with Marvin Gaye too. That's a yeah. that's a Marvin. Vibe. You know, that's a vibe. I hope you like sexual healing. Let's get it on. You got three guys in the car. I'm just like, <laughs> see, you know, well, you I'm like, man, what you trying to do? How you bro? been on the, uh, the, the I want you album though. <laughs> what you trying to do? Oh, I want I, I want you to listen. See, we can listen to it all day. I, it could be fifty album. niggas in the car. We listen yeah. to that. Yeah, two of us full of niggas. I'm like, hey, play that. I want you. I love that song. Think about it. You remember when I was talking about like, uh, you know, what's the popular music of yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the certain yeah, day? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Unks was riding the Marvin. Like that was that was yeah, cool. Like yeah. you put on some Marvin or uh, some Isaac Hayes. You cruise. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that's that's. I was saying like certain Marvin, the certain stuff. He's like, yeah, you yeah. Gotta listen, you can't be in the college. Like, hey, let's get it on. Like, hey, man. I mean, you know, trying to, man. Hey, pull this motherfucker over, man. Let me out. But all your artists gonna have a song for the ladies, though. You know. It don't matter who you listen to. They can have some jokes for the Okay. Alright. So my, my final question for you guys is, uh, and not to take a turn for the worse. But uh so I know you guys have your aspirations, you guys got things, I know, right? I always gotta take the disclaimer. But so, you know, you guys got things that you wanna do, you got your goals. So let's say it's 30, 40 years from now, right? Mm-hmm. Y'all have accomplished everything you want to accomplish. You've you've changed lives. You've done things. You know you you know made your mark on the world. At the end of the day, when it's all said and done, what do you guys want people to say about you and like your legacy? Like you as your person, like your life, and like your legacy. What do you want people to say? Wow. I said I hate to take a turn. You know, but just oh no, no. I mean that's morbid. Yeah. It's it's not even more because you know uh, as we go through life, I think we are constantly kind of, you know, thinking, even subconsciously thinking yeah. about uh, about that because you live it. So, um, you know, I don't I don't know what I want people to say more so outside of like what they feel. Okay. Like, and you know, uh, and I guess it may come out in, in the end of it, but I want them to you know feel as if I had their best interest and feel that I, I, I had something to give and feel that they gained something. Yeah. Um, you know, if, when it comes from students, feel like I passed something on to them that they can take on, whether that's something in life or something professionally. Feel yeah. like I gave them yeah. something um, in that, that regard. And then it's, hopefully that made them feel good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but not even to get, get too too deep on I just want them to feel like I left them with something positive. Okay. Right. What are you doing? I just want them to, uh, want them to say that I inspired them to do something better than themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just know the people that had uh, who inspired me, like mm-hmm. Big Red, Andre Newsom, Mario One. I, I say their names a lot. James Sexton, mm-hmm. like they inspired me to continue to do something and push me to my limits and even that. beyond. Need that, yeah. Like I support real quick, like James Sexton, like Mr. Sexton. He uh That's Eric Sexton's dad, right? Yep. Yeah. I went to school with I remember when Sexton used to play keys, he played keys with us. Now he's a DJ. I'm mad about that. I'm mad about that. Yeah, yeah. Cold. Cold. I'm sorry, Bill. Yeah. Uh, in the class, I took an orchestration classroom. And he gave everybody in the class the same assignment except me. He said that's too easy for me. <laughs> Go do something else. I respect it. So ever since then, like he had, like that, that's been, that's been my, uh, I call him my trombone pops. Yeah. Over in yeah. But yeah, just, just I want people to say that hey, um, Mr. Brown, Prop Brown, whatever you call me, hey, he inspired me to do something. Yeah. You know, yeah. I respect that. Yeah. All right, Leo, man, take yourself, brother. 
we technically we missed like we missed a lot of the uh, a lot of the season, but it's because we we had we got we working on something. We've been yeah. We always working on our own stuff too. We've been moving. Yeah, around. yeah. But you know, like we like this is this man. We we continue to grow, continue to expand our reach, and you know, we appreciate everybody that taps in, tunes in, you know, gives us this and here. Like I said, you know, the purpose of this platform is to shed light on people. Yeah, man. Uh, man, Craig Bay on Facebook and uh, Instagram is at C Bailey's Way. Yeah, Twitter too. Yeah, man. Crazy. Going even more crazy, man. I got some stuff coming up too. Say this. Yeah. Say this. Hey, man. I'm Leo. It's the Culture Four Podcast. We yeah. appreciate y'all tuning in. We'll catch y'all in the next one. Yeah, man. All right.